On today's Locked On Mavs, the finals, game one just happened. Chris Paul to the Mavs, question mark? <laughs> Let's talk about Copa semifinals. And a day has been made and recognized for Luka Doncic in DFW. We'll talk about it today on Locked On Mavs. I'm Luka Doncic, and this is Locked On Mavericks Podcast. Avatar Day. You are locked on to the Dallas Mavericks. My name is Nick Angstead, media member and coordinator for the Locked On Podcast Network. And joining me, as always, my co-host, contributor at Mavs.com. The Luka Doncic today, dude. The one more thinking. What you got for me, Isaac Harris? Well, congrats. I mean, yesterday was Luka Doncic Day in Dallas. Let's go. The first ever Luka Doncic Day named in Dallas, according to uh, the county commissioner's court they said that the county will congratulate and acknowledge Doncic as quote an ambassador to the game of basketball do you want me to read some of the quotes because it's really interesting how they come up with this like there has to be a whole order and like bill and all this stuff like the the court had to bring this to the front and then they had to you know it will be known as Luka Doncic day whereas the Dallas Mavericks organization was established in 1980 bringing the first NBA franchise Dallas County on June 21st 2018 the Mavericks traded for a 20 or a 19 year old Luka Doncic and then they go through like his career in this whole like the actual draft of it and it says whereas today we honor the Slovenians ability to unite a community uh, leading the Mavericks to the Southwest Division title and the team's second straight playoff appearance in 2021 today we recognize his other accomplishments in the NBA blah 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 Rookie of the Year, First Team All-NBA, All-NBA, blah, blah, blah. Doncic, all-time leader in triple-doubles for the Mavericks. Doncic carries an important role in the community, and we thank him for joining Mark Cuban and other team members and donating $1.25 million in February when the winter storm wiped out the county. But the interesting quote from this that I found is, whereas, much like fellow European Dirk Nowitzki landed in our great city 20 years ago, Doncic quickly became an adopted and adored North Texan, and he's on track to be right alongside Nowitzki in the history books. Ooh, what a statement there. That's an official, like, that's an, that's a law in Dallas. That, that, that statement is, like, already written in the, the law books for, for Dallas County. Um, yeah, let's, let's wait a little bit before we put him on Dirk's level. Uh, they named it though. That's, that's I mean, a law that he's right to be right alongside Novitsky in the history books. He's on track to do that. So if, if, and you know, not that we want to go down this route very much, but, uh, <laughs> no, we don't. If Luca ever wears a different Jersey, is this day like still there or do they, can they take back days? I just Oh, I don't know if they can take back days. That's uh Because there's so many random national days, right? Like there's federal national days, like strawberry cheesecake day. And you're like, "Why? Yes. Why not just regular cheesecake? Why strawberry cheesecake?" Uh, but yeah, so th- if you're if you're very lost by the way, th- the the Dallas County Court said that July 6th is officially Luka Doncic Day in Dallas County and, you know, the surrounding area. Uh, a lot of people have questioned on Twitter and otherwise, why isn't it July 7th, which would be 7-7 on the date. That makes perfect sense. Why would they not do that? There hasn't been an official like 
answer for that. But a lot of people have pointed to back in 2016 on July 7th, uh, there was five officers who were killed uh, in a shooting and 12 of them were, sh- 12 officers were shot. Five of them died in a shooting uh, back on July 7th. And so I think they either have a day already recognizing that moment or they are going to something like that. So uh, that is why it's not July 7th. They wanted to keep that day separate. I believe that's I believe that's what it is. Again, we're, we're speculating on that, but that's what a lot of people have pointed out. So anyway, what are your thoughts on, on Luka Doncic Day? I mean, should we be excited about this? A couple of people were in my mention saying, a little too early. What has he done? That, somebody said, somebody said, has he actually accomplished anything? And I was like, what do you mean, has he accomplished anything? Well, he's definitely accomplished. Right. He's definitely accomplished something. I mean, two All-NBA, like, first team in your first three seasons definitely accomplished something. I just, I don't, I just don't care. Like I, I don't, <laughs> I, I don't care about people who get days because I mean, I'm sorry, but like every July 6th from this point on, I'm not going to wake up that morning and be like, it's Luka Doncic day. Like, <laughs> I got to put on my Jersey. I got like Roman put on your Jersey. Like let's celebrate. I'm just, I, I don't know. Like in my heart, guess what? Oh, every- guess what day it is? <laughs> In my heart, every you're not going to wake up and day. Oh, guess what That's day not what I'm asking. <laughs> okay, here's my thing about this. It's, I just don't care. Like, yes, 7-7, seven, seven, but like July 7th or July 6th is was when it'll be. When the, when the NBA schedule goes back to normal, this will be a dead period. It, this will be like right after free agency, right? Like just right in the middle of free agency, Luca's gonna be far gone. He's gonna be like, <laughs> is Luca ever gonna be in Dallas on Luca Doncic day? Because it's Unless gonna be off recruiting. season. He's gonna be off season and he'll be gone. He'll be back in Slovenia or wherever playing internationally. Like he's never gonna be here on that day. Why not make it a day where he could potentially be here? I mean, I guess so. But like, what do you want him to do? Do you want to like? Do we want a parade? Do Cut a ribbon? Want- I don't know. Show up. I just don't know what we'd want. It's Luka Doncic day on a day when he probably won't be in the country, let alone the county. Probably, yeah. That's but, what's weird to me. But honestly, it's like it's not like he's gonna get any special privilege. They wouldn't get any other day in <laughs> Dallas. Like, Wait, what if you get a day named after you? It's a like it's a purge day for you. You can, you can do like whatever you want. <laughs> he's like speeding up and down thirty five. Uh, he's like he's googling Kane Fitzgerald. <laughs> <laughs> if it's at what jurisdiction is Downey Dallas County Police? That, uh, but Clay Jenkins, County Judge. I don't know who that is, but that's the person that recommended this and uh, decided that this would be the day. So, uh, and it's a resolution. It's Nick it's, just moved back to Dallas, by the way. So he will he will know who Clay Jenkins is soon. Uh, eventually, my wait. Am I supposed to? Um. Well, like he's a. He's a, a figure in Dallas. Do you know who he is? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Isaac fakingly knows who he is. <laughs> no, no. no. <laughs> Did you I, vote for him? Do we I, vote for him? I, I I know him like in the public figure. I don't know him like personally. No. Yeah, I haven't lived here in a while, so I don't know him. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so Luka Doncic Day official. Let us know in the comments and on Twitter what are you going to do for Luka Doncic Day? You have to wait a whole 364 days until Luka Doncic. Like, why couldn't they do this a month ahead of time? Right? Like they had to do it the day after it was done. What would we do though? Like, I just don't understand what these days mean. Like, why do they matter? Like, it's cool. Like, I'm glad you have a day, but I just don't like. I don't go out of my way to like. I just. I mean, I don't know. 
It's cool. Oh, I'm glad Dallas guess did. Guess what day it is? The only the only thing about it that makes me happy is if if Lucas chilling um somewhere in Slovenia right now and he saw that come across his phone and it's like, "Man, you know what? The city really does love me." And it's like another little great nugget into his heart of how much he likes the city. Then it's all worth it. Conspiracy time. Mark Cuban went to the courts and said, hey, can we make Luka Doncic stay to try and convince him to stay? <laughs> hey, all the little things count, you know? Especially Rock some jerseys that look like Real Madrid. Especially because it's around free agency time. 3D chess. They're playing 3D chess. They're putting Luka Doncic day around free agency day so that he doesn't leave. <laughs> he can't leave Dallas on Luka Doncic day and go sign somewhere else. He just can't. Next next month. We figured August it out. August 6th, Kawhi Leonard Day in Dallas. <laughs> <laughs> we named it. Do they have a Kawhi Leonard Day in LA or San Diego where he's from? Probably not. What about Toronto? Will they even retire his jersey? Or San Antonio, do they have one? This is the weirdest first segment we've ever had. That is absolutely not true. <laughs> you, we have done this way too long for this to be the weirdest segment we've ever done. <laughs> You literally texted me and said, all right, I want to, I want to mention Luka Doncic today. I'm like, all right, cool. (laughs) We're almost at 10 minutes at it of this thing that literally doesn't matter at all. (laughs) I just want to know, like, is there somebody out there that really jumped for joy about this? Yeah, right. That really freaked out. And yeah, I think it's cool. It's cool to honor him, but you're right. It doesn't do anything. Like what's the function of this? It's fashion over function, I guess. Yeah. Like, I don't even I don't even know like if it changed something about like our lives like hey everybody can drive 77 it'll on the like, it'll change the the amount of social media posts we make about Luca from like 5 a day to like 20 a day this day right like <laughs> yes I like I like road signs like I I love when they named the rename the street yeah, like driving Nowitzki, on Novitsky like, way right, was yeah. really cool when I came really back really cool cool ceremony like all every bit of that is cool so I just I don't have this on my account. Will this be built into my like calendar on my iPhone that I'll get a notification? <laughs> Luka Doncic day tomorrow. Next time I go to your house, I'm going to build it. I'm going to put it in there. <laughs> uh, driving on Novitski way was really cool. When I moved back driving on Carlisle road was not as cool. <laughs> there Ooh. is one. There is a Carlisle road in downtown. All right, coming up, let's get into j- the finals. And Chris Paul. <laughs> let's talk about an ad. <laughs> <laughs> we'll talk about Chris Paul. We'll talk about, uh, the fit and what what could a Chris Paul type figure do for the Dallas Mavericks? What he has done for the Suns? We'll talk about the finals too. We have to. It was game one, so we'll get into that. But before we do, this episode is brought to you by Spotify Greenroom. Download the app and join us this week to get in on the action. Spotify Greenroom, changing the way we talk sports. It's the perfect place to start or join conversations about the NBA, the NFL, anything really. You you open the app and there's just conversations having like being had all the time. I think about almost anything right now there's a finals group right now there's uh all kinds of random talk that's a group chilling and talking hoops uh there's conversations about rachel nichols if you want to join those i 
I personally do not want to join those. Suns take game one. All kinds of different conversations happening on Spotify Green Room. You can go there. You have a ch- chance to talk with us and talk to us about Mavs stuff. I'm sure we'll be doing a bunch around free agency and all that. Go download the Green Room app right now, available on iOS devices. Create a profile, link your Twitter, follow me. I'm at Nick Van Exit. You'll be notified whenever we go live. Don't want you to miss it. Can't wait to hear everybody's thoughts on the Dallas Mavericks and insert other free agent that they will get and probably not get. See you there. Green Room, changing the way we talk sports. All right, Isaac Harris, let's get into the finals and talk about game one. Uh, The Suns got out to a scorching, scorching game one lead, I think. They really put the foot on the neck or put the, the whatever skin Wade says. Uh, they just absolutely put it to the Bucks, especially in that third quarter. They outscored him 35 to 27, and Giannis played in this game. It was kind of kind of surprising that he did play 35 minutes. He was a plus one in a game that they lost by 13. Wow. Yeah, I didn't think he was going to play, and I, I was surprised. I, I mean, it shows you just the type of player and competitor that he is. I thought he looked okay. I don't, you know, I think it was clearly not a hundred percent, but get 17 thought, boards in this game. Like he was getting boards. He was out yeah. there like, yeah, he did look okay. The one run they really had was when they put him at the five, like Brooke Lopez scored. He had 17 points. I think all of them were in the first half, possibly uh, a lot of them first half and, th- and third quarter, like Brooke Lopez scored a bunch of points. And then they just took Brooke Lopez off because he was killing them on defense. They went to Giannis at the five, and that's where they're going to have to go, I think, is Giannis at the five. But for him to play at the five, he has to be able to move laterally, and he just wasn't doing that a lot on defense, and that really hurt them. And then they have to figure out their offense. They don't really have that extra guy. Like, DiVincenzo, I think, would have been kind of big in this series to have that just extra guy to be able to play in a smaller, small-ish lineup with Giannis at the five. Yeah, because they're throwing out a lot of Connington tonight. Um, a lot 20, of Connaughton. 28 minutes. That's a lot for uh, that guy. Uh, Bryn Forbes. And he was okay. Like, he wasn't He wasn't that bad. But no, no, no. I like, just want yeah, somebody he, better than that. And yeah, Exactly. There was a whole Jeff Teague, like, quarter. <laughs> he played nine minutes. Yeah. I mean, for, for Milwaukee, it came down to Drew Holiday tonight. He, he just yeah, yeah. He didn't have a very good game. I mean, you know what he finished with? He finished with 10 points, 4-14 from the field. So, that was Milwaukee's thing. But I, I want to focus on, on Phoenix because yeah. – We'll talk more about Chris Paul in a little bit, but some of these guys that we have liked for so long, like I love Mikel Bridges yep. and it's not, you know, he shot five or 13 for the field, but did we draft him in a locked on mock? I felt like we did possibly. I just, now there's been think, too many. There's been four, almost yeah, five. Now that we've done, I just remember we had him so high on our draft board yeah. that like we were getting pushback on people because from people, <laughs> because I'm pretty sure that we were, I was saying that like, I would take him like over Aiton, over Jaron Jackson. Jr. It was because of fit, yeah. Yeah, it was is fit because of fit, and then I just I loved everything about Mikel Bridges. But DeAndre, Aiton, like I love watching him play basketball. Yeah, I love that it. He's a big that I just I have this weird soft spot for like bigs in the NBA because for so long it was just hey how can we get smaller and play faster and everything. So I I love seeing Embiid. Jokic, these guys really succeed and I want to see them make deep playoff runs. So to see DeAndre Ayton as this like new guy, the new seven footer and just how, like how it works in Phoenix that he's playing with Chris Paul. I, my mind also goes to like, what if he didn't have Chris Paul? Like, would he, yeah, be I bet he thinks he about is? that too. 
<laughs> yeah, I mean, he always said he's like Chris Paul's the best thing that happened to me. Blah 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 blah. And I think that might change some, like some franchises moving forward too. Of man, like if we if we are going to draft a big out there, like a young big, we might it it might be better for our team long term to go out if we don't have a point guard already that can run a pick and roll and run the offense like a Chris Paul. I, I'm saying like Chris, but Chris Paul's in his own like category yeah, right. of that. But like to make his life easier and to help his transition to the league because. Watching Aiton tonight, I mean, he pulled down 19 rebounds, 22 Ooh. points. He does – Van Gundy, I thought, said it perfect in the second half. He <laughs> said he does he does the three R's very well. He Now I can't even remember. I feel like it – Rinse, repeat, recycle, was it? <laughs> Reduce, it's reuse, like, recycle? <laughs> run, roll, and rebound. rebound. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, run, roll, and rebound. And that's – he does all of them so well. And that's – it's like you look at that and say – all right. Well, we had Dwight Powell. He does that well. It's like, okay, but DeAndre Ayton can hold his ground. DeAndre Ayton is bigger. And that's the and he rebounds. Like Dwight Powell's not as good of a rebounder as uh-huh. Dwight can roll like him. Um, he runs like a DeAndre Ayton, but yeah. he can't, he's just he doesn't have that size. And for what Ayton's doing at his size, I think is is really really impressive what Aiden is doing is some of the things we want Porzingis to be doing too like when Porzingis is rebounding the Mavericks are are a better team when he's getting like 10 boards a game he's not not getting eight and like 20 boards a game but when he gets 10 boards a game Mavericks are a different team uh I was looking back at some of the point guards that they've had through Aiden's career like they kept trying to do this they kept trying to get a point guard like a Chris Paul or just somebody that would be like this first his his rookie year he was playing with uh D'Anthony Melton and like who was his other point? I guess Rubio? the other point guard would be like Tyler Johnson. No, Rubio was his second year. So they brought in Rubio uh, that second year. They were like, okay, we need to get a point guard, like a veteran point guard to play with this guy. So then they brought in Rubio that next year. And then this year they brought in Chris Paul. They just kept realizing what they need, which sort of feels like the secondary creator that we've kept talking about with Luca. You need to have that guy next to Luca to kind of unlock some other stuff. Yeah. Uh, and Mavs haven't been able to do that. And so hopefully eventually they'll get that. Or even the, the backcourt like defender that they kept trying to do with, with DeLon Wright and Josh Richardson, like keep trying to. And they, they also put four shooters around him too. I mean, yeah. all four of those guys, I mean, Jay Crowder's streaky, but Mikel Bridges, Booker, Chris Paul, Crowder, like these are four guys who can shoot three. They don't have another guy on the floor that's clogging up the paint. And like, you're like, it allows Aiden to have space. So very important. Made me think a lot about the, the team building aspect of these teams too, because it felt like the Bucks were built to be this elite defensive team with a couple of good offensive players, right? Like Giannis, good offensive player, but limited in a half court setting. Chris Middleton, good offensive player. Uh, yeah, I, I guess he's kind of he's kind of their he's their half court guy. And then Drew Holiday, good offensive player. They don't have these elite creators like a Luca, Chris Paul, LeBron. James Harden and he, like even even a, a Kevin Durant shot maker type like Middleton is their best shot maker I guess uh, they tried to build this team on defense they went and got PJ Tucker they kept Brooke Lopez even though he's uh, he's kind of become back he's, he's morphed back into that scorer that he was uh, but he was a defensive player of the year candidate they got um, yeah they had DiVincenzo they brought in Drew Holiday like they tried to become this elite defensive team and you just have to have two elite offensive players like two all NBA level offensive players on your team uh to win a title I think like I think you just have to have that now maybe the Bucks come back and they win this and they prove me wrong on that but unless you're a very specific like 
Detroit Pistons team from the, from 04, which probably will never happen again. You have to have a, like elite two at well, least two elite offensive players, I think. Well, yeah, well, I think their pushback on that is say, "Hey, we have two of them in Giannis and Middleton." No, they're not. You got it. They have to but, be all NBA well, I think, level. Like, well, I think I think they are all NBA level. I think it's recrafting no, that Middleton's sentence. not all NBA level. Mm, okay. If you want to just, I'm talking about just an offensive. See, I thought player. you were talking about Giannis. I thought you weren't including Giannis in. No, that. no, Giannis is because Middleton, who's getting the ball at the end of the games, he can get buckets. Giannis can't. It's not. It, he struggles at the end. They're great. I think you have to have two guys who can create their shot. And go get buckets on their own. That's, that's how what I'm saying. Would, I'm just putting it in a different term. <laughs> yeah, well, that's how I dif- because I think they're both like really great all NBA type of offensive players. They all they get their points. They have yeah. the averages on that. It's just Giannis still struggles in that area. That I think you have you almost have to have. I mean, you look at Phoenix; they can kind of alternate that with Chris Paul and Devin Booker. And I mean, DeAndre Aiden was a first overall pick, and he's the third best player on their team. Uh, it's kind yeah. of it's kind of wild to think about but like what if you swapped drew holiday and Kyrie right now yeah it'd be totally different be totally different series for both teams i mean drew probably would fit the nets better with with harden and and uh, and kd but like what would Kyrie in that spot you know with middleton with Giannis? it would just give that whole offense a, a different look and when drew's not on like he wasn't like he was tonight then it's it feels even more pressure on and when Giannis you know kind of struggles in creating his own shot it's like everything is on Middleton which it's crazy because we had the Middleton conversation because I I think he he has proved a lot of us wrong including myself on how good he is but yeah it's I mean we both picked the Suns right I mean yeah Suns and six yeah before the series yeah maybe five. Uh, man, if they're if they're playing like this tonight, Suns in four. That guy that beat up that other guy might be right about. Might be oh, right about I forgot this. about that guy. Have you seen that guy? That guy it was is literally he's on TikTok selling uh, autographs. <laughs> wow. There's a video going on Twitter right I now. I thought of I saw him. an action figure of this guy too. No, stop! Come on, action figure coming up. We're gonna get into Chris Paul. Talk about him. Uh, Don't think it's a possibility with the Mavericks, but what could a player like Chris Paul mean for the Dallas Mavericks and where can they find one? We'll get into that. But before we do, I've got to tell you about Built Bar. Built Bar is a protein bar that tastes like a candy bar. And right now, you can go get the Grasshopper Cookie Bar on BuiltBar.com. They are absolutely delicious. I love them. They have a little bit of a mint, a little bit of a a crunch there, a little bit of uh, chewiness, and they're just really, really good. Uh, all, all the other bars are still available right now. I have a package hopefully coming soon. Built bar, send my bars soon. Strawberry, orange, and mint brownie. That's the, that's the, the box that I put together. I'm interested to try the strawberry. The mint brownie is the OG. That one's the one that just keeps, keeps giving every single time. It's, it's really great. Every time 130 calories, it has 17 grams of protein, only 2.5 grams of fat and only, uh, a couple of grams of carbs. And then it has just four grams of sugar for a bar with 100% chocolate. They're absolutely delicious. Go get you some builtbar.com or built.com. Use the promo code LOCKED15 to get 15% off your first order and every order after that at builtbar.com. Also want to tell you about betonline.ag. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to put down some money on sports, to bet, to wager, to say, hey, what if the over-under of game one was 218 and a half, and you went with Isaac Harris and took the over on that, you'd be winning some money today. Put down a couple bucks, and you would have won I a couple bucks. I agree with you. I went with the under, though. 
Oh, you did? No, I talked you into it. Your initial thought was to not. Okay, game two. This is coming up on Thursday. The over-under. 221. Ooh, that one's a little interesting. 221, they upped it from game one. Not much, though. I think I'd still go over on this. I think I'll go over on this one. 221, the combined score of two of both teams in game two. Uh, the Suns are still a five-and-a-half-point favorite for game two, which, by the way, they were five-and-a-half-point favorite for game one. They won that one by five-and-a-half, so they covered that. Uh, and so you can go. If you have a feeling about either of these teams, go to betonline.ag. Use the promo code LOCKDOWN and get a 50% welcome bonus to your first deposit. BetOnline, your online sportsbook expert. All right, Isaac Harris, let's get into Chris Paul. Let's talk about him. He's going to be a, he could be a free agent this offseason. It seems unlikely that he would leave a team where he's in the finals right now. Maybe they collapse and lose, and Robert Sarver has some kind of thing where he doesn't want to sign Chris Paul. But what kind of scenarios could you see where the Mavs get Chris Paul or a guy like him? Well, yeah, I think everybody expects him to be back with, with Phoenix. You're like, why would they let him go? But one, it's Sarver. You never know with Sarver. Two, we don't know exactly how much money Chris wants. And, you know, he has a player option for $44 million, which is crazy to think about. Even crazier if you go back. (laughs) It's even crazier if you go back like two years and the fact that Houston had to attach picks to get off of his contract and all of that stuff. Like, it's it's mind-boggling to think about that. And now he's, like, completely flipped his value for his contract. So, he was traded by the Rockets for a 2021 first-round pick and a 2024 first-round pick to the Thunder like for Russell Westbrook. Yeah, that's wild. That's crazy. So so for, for Chris, if he's looking at it saying, all right, my value is the highest it could possibly be right now, I'm going to opt out of the $44 million because I want a two- to three-year deal. Yeah. So let's, say, let's just say Chris Paul says, I want a three-year deal right now. I'm 36. That'll take me to age 39. But I want it in that I'll opt out of 44 if I can get like three years, 40 million a year. Something like that. Three years, 35. Well, if Sarver's looking at it saying, well, crap, I don't know if I want to be paying you $40 million whenever you're 39 years old. Do they have tension? Is there some tension there? Is there another team out there that says, hey, if the Suns won't give you three years, 35 million or three years, 40 million, we'll give it to you. If there's a team that's wanting a veteran playmaker on the team saying, hey, we're a Chris Paul move away too from being the Phoenix of 2022. So I guess my biggest question is if I don't see that scenario playing out, but if it did and Chris Paul says, all right, he talks to his agent. Is there another team out there that would, would give me that money? Should Dallas make the call? Man, it's hard to say no right now the way he's playing. And the way he's looked this season, the way he's sort of come back from, you know, uh, the the depths, I guess, or just the little slump he had at the end of the Rockets tenure there where, where it, that trade didn't seem that crazy. It did seem crazy a little bit, but not insanely crazy where they would have to attach picks to Chris Paul. But now he's been an all-star the, the, the two years since then. He's been all-NBA. He's now taking his team to the finals. It would be really hard to try and turn that down, but... You really think like, man, small guards, they don't age well. He's already aging well. It's like this is already this is already him. Like, how much is he gonna fall off a cliff? Uh and what do you have to do? He would have to do less with the Mavericks, too. He wouldn't have to do as much even as he's doing with the Suns. I mean, I think he would have to do less ball handling and less I don't know, but you you get him because you want him to play a similar type of role. For sure. But right. I mean, you, you start looking at his his usage percentage and compare that to Luca. Uh his usage percentage this past year was twenty two. 
which I guess is probably good. Would he have to do the same defensively? I don't know. Like, it depends. Like, you would try to. about that, yeah. Yeah, you would try to limit him. But uh, let's just say the amount of minutes, <laughs> the amount of minutes he would have to play. He played 31 minutes this past year. Could he play less? Could he. He can handle the ball a little bit less. He play off the ball. I don't know. All that. Anyway. You can play less when you have all NBA campaign behind you. <laughs> he hit a three tonight. And then I saw somebody tweet. He's got a little bit of Michael Kidd Gilchrist in his shot. And I was like, oh, dang. Oh. Like, he made that three. I don't know if he. <laughs> Did you know he just made that three? Campaign's still in the league. Um, I, I, just, I just rambled about Chris Paul with, with the Mavericks in this situation. But obviously, I think you would say yes, right? I think you go for that. You get that guy. You bring it in. You bring him in. And then you hope. Know. You hope. No, for the sake of getting Chris Paul to get to KP the same way he got to Aiton, right? Like, if there's any way that he could get to Chris to Christoph Porzingis in the same way he got to Aiton, then it's worth that whole contract to me. If you're telling me the Mavericks signed Chris Paul for three years, $120 million this offseason, that would scare the crap out of me. For sure. Like, but at least he's proven the, I, now he's still good. It's not like he's coming off of a major he injury. Is, the fact that he's two he's two years out of some people thinking that, like, is he done? Like the Houston stuff and all of that. He rebuilds the image in OKC. He has this incredible season in Phoenix. But now doesn't that seem like an outlier? Like that see that end the end of the Houston run seems more like an outlier. By the way, the Houston run was two seasons. It wasn't like that long, but the yeah, end but, of that run in Houston was seems more like the outlier than um the fact that like he was trending down. True. Yeah, I think you can see it either way, but you can also look at it this way and say, All right, well, he's getting older. So That's true. It's just the the whole thing of like next year paying 37 year old Chris Paul, which I mean, I'm eating my words on the Chris Paul thing anyway, because I didn't think Nick was higher on Phoenix and Chris Paul being what he's doing right now for the Suns. And I was, I was like, okay, well great season. OKC, But I just had, I was very skeptical that he could stay healthy and everything and do what he's doing this year. And he did it. And they're probably going to win the finals. And that's it's awesome. The veggies, man. It's the veggies. <laughs> it's the plant diet. So, I I don't I honestly don't know. I think I would lean no. I think it. I think wow. I would lean no on it for three and years. You wouldn't do it for, for years, three max for deal. three years. Like paying forty million dollars to a thirty nine year old Chris Paul scares the crap out of me. Whenever like that, you're on the brink of like Luca the end, like getting closer to the end of that contract. And there's a couple people probably saying Isaac, you're crazy, but you have to also think. He's one ACL injury away from $40 million million of dead contract on your books too, right? And so you have to be pretty sure about these guys that are making that amount of money because think about how many other players you could pay with $40 million. You could pay for KP and then someone else, right? And then a $10 million player on top of that, right? So there's, there's a lot you can do with $40 million. That's, I guess right now, that's like... 30 something 35 percent of your your salary cap like that's a big chunk and if you lose that guy especially when he's getting older and all that it's just a huge risk in that department i uh, mean him him luca and kp would be over 100 million and that's not including like just that's three players over 100 million it's not including the rest of your roster just to sign him at like at 40 million this offseason would be saying bye to tim hardaway saying you know hoping Josh Richardson, you know, 
opts out at that point, you'd have to make another trade to create that 40 million. So that's the, yeah. Once again, we don't think he's going anywhere. He's going to be back in Phoenix. He probably retires in Phoenix, but that's just something I'm like, dang, man, I I just don't, I don't know. I, I, if you're, if there's other scenarios, like I would love him on this Mavericks team. I think he would do wonders next to Luca, but a three-year commitment to Chris Paul getting close to 40 is would what scare me. And you kind of look at like how this Suns team was was created. Like I'm sharing the the, the salary cap sheet here on YouTube. Uh, this is the second year, but you have like Chris Paul and Devin Booker making max. Aiton making a number one pick money. And then everybody else. Like well, Rick- Aiton's about to get his Luka extension. Too. Oh, for sure. But everyone else is on, maybe not a Luka extension, but he's, he's going to get a lot. But everyone else is on, like on rookie deals. Like all these guys, the only guy that's really not is Jay Crowder, who, was on, who got that mid-level from them. Uh, yeah, everyone else is on rookie deals. So you have to hit on those. And the Mavericks just haven't, right? You can go back in their draft history. They haven't hit in the way that, this Phoenix team does. They haven't had as many high draft picks as this Phoenix Suns team has had recently, which makes sense. The Mavericks haven't been as bad for as long, but they also haven't hit on their draft picks that they did have. So uh, that's that's why this works. It would be really hard to, to... The Mavericks would be better, obviously. We would want Chris Paul as the player, for sure. But it's interesting to try and put it together with the amount of money he'd be making. Yeah, because they're, I mean, they're going to be in a similar spot in 2022 that you know Chris Paul's probably yeah. going to be making around 40 so then you're at 73 with him and Booker and Aiton's extension's going to give him at least probably 2025 20, I don't I don't have the numbers yeah. in front of you so like you're pushing the the 100 million mark with those three right there which I mean that's a really good three but yeah There you go. Let us know in the comments. What are you going to do on Luka Doncic today next year? What do you think about Chris Paul in the finals? Who do you have to win? Guys, thanks so much for listening to Locked On Maps. Boom. To answer, Luka does exactly that, throwing Dallas another lifeline. He's uh, he's starting to feel it for himself right now. Yep, Kaminsky switched out on him. Nine seconds left on the shot clock. Luka drives, spins inside. And a beauty of a finish. Hmm.